Welcome to another A Show where we celebrate a special St. Patrick's Day with Shelly Martinez and your host, April Hunter. Now to the show. The A Show. Where smart is the new sexy. And now, April Hunter. Hola, hello, welcome, V Gates. And my hat won't go right. Anyway, today is a special St. Patty's Day show where we welcome back Shelly Martinez. Hi, looking sexy as usual. I'm digging the hat. I'm digging the hat. And I I'm. I'm wearing uh-huh. my day cape today. <laughs> I like it. I like it. You're like the 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 Irish vampire. You've That's right. To, I wish you could see ma- my feet right now. <laughs> I'm sure a lot of people wish they could see your feet right She's now. She's here to suck all the Guinness out of your system. <laughs> yes. And the corned beef. Yes. She um, wants to suck your beef. <laughs> my, and, I'm like, I don't know what percentage or whatever, because who knows really, but um, on my dad's side of the family, his dad was Mexican and Spanish. Mm-hmm. And his mom was full blown Irish. So I got to a wee bit of Irish in me, lads. Ah, and the pub opens at 4 30. And also, we have St. Colin as our co host and producer today. Welcome back, Colin. We love oh, seeing you, you here. It's that been was- a while. I, I enjoyed the Brandon episode so much. I went and had something done myself. Oh, what did you do? <gasps> uh, Oh, look at you. Yeah, I can't I, I can't be the only one on the show with no gimmicks. Got, are you uh, flexing them? Are you flexing them too? Nice, nice. <laughs> I gotta you give me a run for my money today. <laughs> Boobies. <laughs> so we are we are I'm very happy to have you guys here and hello to everybody joining us. We got lots of you in here. Hello, Chuck and Eva, Fred, Alex, AB Twitch, Big Wig, uh, Steve, Allie. Champagne Sumo, hello. Uh, it says, Shelly, don't be beach. Don't be beach. <laughs> don't be beach. Hi, Champagne Ken. <laughs> <laughs> Big wig, uh, Braithwaite, hello, hello. So he's uh, April King Cook. Yeah, I'm a motherfucking chef, bitch. Like, what? <laughs> so, yeah, we were talking about that on Twitter. So I guess apparently people are surprised I can cook. So, um, yeah, well, everybody has to eat, right? On Instagram, on your Instagram, you post the things that you cook all the time. I know, but I don't think a lot of people on Twitter follow my Instagram, which is real April Hunter. Go to Instagram. So thank you, Shelly, for following me. See, she follows me. You guys can follow me. Shit. Winona, hello. <laughs> she says a trio of titties today. <laughs> War Demon. Hi, War Demon. So today we're just going to talk about whatever strikes our fancy. How about that? Well, and I, I can't. Oh, sorry. Oh no! Oh, so movies, movies. <laughs> so yeah, we're gonna. We also had some interesting St. Patty's Day facts for you guys. So, what were you gonna say, Shell? Um, going back to your cooking, I haven't eaten meat like aside from fish, which whatever. Um, people can be mad about that. Sorry, I'm not trying to piss anyone off. But um, when being that I'm not a meat eater for all these years, whenever I see your posts, <laughs> I like just salivate on how good <laughs> some of your meat looks and it's just like you like my meat yeah i like your meat girl <laughs> <laughs> i 
Oh, that's funny. Thank you. So going back to the people who are downing your cooking, like here I am a, I hate labels, but I guess to be PC thug over here, a pescatarian, um, I really am like, dang, that looks like when I always think to myself, when I was a meat eater, that looks like something that I would really just be like, oh my gosh. Oh God, thank you so much. It's funny. I used to post a bunch of vegetarian recipes all the time. And then people are like, how come you don't cook anything with meat? How come you don't do anything with meat? And I'm like, I do. I just like, I, like if I eat five meals a day, four of them are probably vegetarian or, you know, avo, lacto, pest, whatever. So finally, I'm just like, okay, here's the meat, you guys. Here you go. <laughs> so I'm having problems over here. Don't laugh. I feel like I'm doing, <laughs> it's like, it's like shamrock strawberry shortcake hat. <laughs> It's like, it's not working out too good here. Anyway, so yes, stunning, stunning. Shelly is looking as stunning as ever. So you don't age, but vampires don't age. Duh. They just don't. Even and though today I have a little bit of a fat face because I'm on my period. You know, do you hate that? It's like, <laughs> you get your period and like... Because of I, medical reasons, I haven't been in my period for a really long time, for like, you know, since last year or sometime. And so it's like, this is my second one so far. And I'm just like, can the fat face just not be here right now? But it is. So hi. <laughs> I didn't even notice. You didn't even notice. <laughs> but, but it's really giving you, right? It's You're getting it. You get fat shelly today, you guys. No, I don't I don't think that's the case. But <laughs> if you say so, if your boobs are, are carrying your weight, you're doing okay. It's probably all, yep, there it is. That's that's where we're getting fat Shelly right there. That's fat Shelly. <laughs> and maybe way a time, let me tell you. So I think everybody's okay period. with it. So you're on the period, and like the thing is, calling. You'll never know. My, you'll mine never are lighter than air. <laughs> you'll never know how it feels. Yes, he will. We can't define a woman on this show. We would not dare to do that. Well, I'm just saying the period feelings with the boobs feeling equals not happy camper. So I have some rosé here. I'm just going to go ahead and sip on. So right on, right on. I hope you guys have your libations today. Everyone it's needs an Irish. It's an Irish show. So would you like to hear, would you like to hear some, some fun St. Patrick's Day facts? Let's do it. Okay. Let me see. Um, all right, we'll go. We'll go with the more fun ones than the the less the, the the deeper ones. So originally, apparently, we are we are all wearing the wrong colors. St. Patty's Day, the 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 Irish colors were blue. When the Irish came to America, they changed it to green in honor of their flags, I guess. So this is a this is an American thing, not an Irish thing. So and I forgive me if you hear the dogs in the background. They are just uh they're excited today for some reason. The impending holiday, I suppose. But um, and the first St. Patrick's Day parade was actually held in the United States. So not in Ireland. So there's some useless information for you. Um, we have plenty of it. And another ironic fact is. People think that they're celebrating St. Patrick's Day's birthday on the 17th. That's actually the day he died. We're celebrating his death. So, which if you're a pagan, you'll appreciate that because we'll get into that little fact later. So anyway, since it's a drinking holiday, cheers. 
Mm-hmm. Cheers, cheers. So I'm going to throw out there that uh, two weeks ago we did a fun episode about, and I, I'm not working to keep it mostly fun day, but um, we did an episode before the Tucker Carlson show revealed all the footage and where I, I, I just want to say I was right. <laughs> Take your victory lap. That's what I want. I want my victory lap. I was right. Cause I said that they would do anything to keep that guy out of office. And then like a week later, Carlson put that footage out there. And I just, I just, I love the continual. I don't love it. I don't want to always be right, but I love it. I, in, in a way it reaffirms like your gut feeling when your gut feeling is right. I love the confirmation that yes, I'm on the right track when I have these gut feelings. So if you haven't seen that two weeks ago, catch our last episode when it was just Ray and I talking, that was kind of a fun episode there. So do you feel Shelly that people are kind of waking up these days a little bit? Cause you live in LA, you live in California. So it's yeah. different than where we are. You know, it's interesting though, because being that wrestling has brought me to like travel all over the world. A lot of times, like when I've been in conversations with people, like even years ago, sometimes in the sticks, you know, in the Midwest, in the sticks, they knew. So I feel like it's nothing new that people are aware of like certain things. Mm -hmm. I just feel that it was always kind of like that thing you don't talk about unless you feel safe talking to like, you know, that's your buddy. You could talk to your buddy over here about it or whatever. Because even back in the day, like I didn't, I wasn't aware as much as I am now, of course, but me and the people that I chose to hang out with, we would have these conversations. So I think these conversations weren't as open so that they can open other people's eyes, I guess, mm-hmm. because like, you know, with the tag name of conspiracy theories and or theorists and, oh, how that was like a derogatory term for so long. And like, mm-hmm. just how like this whole flip and this whole thing. And it's like, it's nothing new. Like none of this is anything new, but I think it's great that even though there's like some hypocrisy there, the win at the end is that, some people who never thought to think about certain things a certain way are now all of a sudden going, huh, it sucks. You're always going to have the people that are going to continually be brainwashed. In my opinion, don't come for me. In my opinion, (laughs) Uh, don't shut my channels down, please. uh, (laughs) You know, in my opinion, it's like, there's going to always be people who are fine, with just being kind of told what to do or what, what the news says is their Bible. That's fine. Like if that's what people want, that's their, that's their business. I can't, whatever. But I think more than ever, there are those people that maybe even if they're still kind of insecure to talk about it, are at least thinking privately to themselves. Like, Hmm, that, that doesn't add up over here or that doesn't seem very right. So Mm -hmm. I'm all for it. Like it just sucks that for so long people who like yourself, the reason why, in my opinion, watching your content and your thoughts and your feelings that you put out there, the reason why you wanted to, it feels good to feel right about the situation isn't because you're being cocky. It's because people for years have been coming in for you, trying yeah. to shut you down, trying yeah. to silence you. I mean, for they have shut down. me down. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah. 
they shut you down, they're messing with your livelihood. And yet now the things that you were speaking about that you're getting shut down for is kind of like dinner table talk now. So it's like, it's frustrating. So it's, it feels good to be like, see, I'm not crazy. Yes. (laughs) After a while, it's not that you really like care what people think, but you can't, you can't deny energy. So when all these people are throwing this energy at you, you can't help but feel drained. And then when you're feeling drained, you feel insecure in your own skin. And then all of a sudden, that's when you have self-doubt. And so it's like, not necessarily you care what these people say. It's just like the drainage and like the everyday. And mm-hmm. I've just watched you over and over, like go through it online. And so it's like, <laughs> hell yeah, we should be gloating over there because. <laughs> oh, try, not- I'm trying not to, because this is like not, a lot of it's not really what you want to be right about, but right. At the end, but it's also like, it's like, you know, so long and thanks for the fish. You know what I mean? It's like, <laughs> it's like we, we try to warn you, we try to warn you. And like lots of people are dealing with the repercussions of the things that we, we went out of our way to warn you about. And you said we were crazy and grandma killers and all this. We were, we, you shut us out of regular life you did all these things to us and now you're finding out that we were actually trying to look out for you, but no one's apologizing. No one's saying you're right. No one's apologizing. And you actually took our livelihoods away. You fired us. You removed our, our social media from us. You called us names. You told us you hope we die. I, I was wished death. I don't know how many times. So and that's a big deal. Like that's not funny. And that's a big deal. It's nothing to just be like, Oh yeah. So people over there just threatened April Hunter over there. Like that's not cool. Like there's no, oh, I wasn't the only one. That. Lots of people were threatened. So it's not, it's, I'm not, I'm not exclusive in that one. Oh, I but, know. I'm just saying like, yeah. like, you know, generally speaking, it's like, I don't think people realize that even if they agree with what you have to say and they don't have a platform like you do and they don't use let's say social media to express how they feel because they're scared so it's like they watch you kind of like um just go through it and then it kind of can make people feel even like see that's why i don't say anything like look at what they're doing to april and so your audience that's that's why they're doing that's why they do it right that's why i'm not like saying like it's just you it's like you are part of people who are being free speech, which wasn't that what we're supposed to be all about here, but whatever, but free (laughs) speech and like, you're getting harassed, shut down. And I don't think that the people that are watching you that even agree with you can relate to how it feels to have people literally wish you death, give you threats and throw that energy at you just for saying your opinion and what Mm -hmm. you've learned and the rest of the research you've done. This is what you've, these facts, you know, like, why it's so mm-hmm. mind boggling like death death <laughs> it's ugly it's ugly <laughs> that, that's that's actually a really apt statement it got very it's got very ugly and didn't need to be so and it's a shame that you even needed to, to preamble what you were saying with please don't shut my channels down like that's where we've gotten now it's like a fear like i'm i'm afraid to even say anything because I've seen what happens to other people because they've seen people get bullied and abused and uh, shut down for just saying anything to where they have managed to effectively shut people up to it's like, please don't shut my channels down for having an opinion. And it's, 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 
it's there's something it's really wrong you know it's wrong so you know and i want to i want to say th hello to everybody who's come in late hi thanks to you guys we appreciate you leo and um buddy and everybody who's fury power thanks you guys so psych ortiz so we're in and uh we got a little spammer in there um but thank you um anyway yeah so it's it's uh oh what do you think colin uh i mean i think uh the internet has definitely uh sparked a lot of this because imagine not even maybe 10 15 years ago none of this would have gotten out people wouldn't have even known it they would have if if it was reported in a New York magazine, most everybody in New York would have known about it. Most everybody else across the country, not so much. But now that we have the 24-hour news cycle mm -hmm. and people can just, you can see it, you know, right there in your face, right as it's happening now most of the time. And and it, a lot of that is due to things like Twitter. Now, Twitter's not a big uh, company per se. Like, not a lot of people use Twitter in terms of population, but the power and everything that it has, the fact that you can get live updates and on the scene type of stuff literally while it's happening is is huge. Mm -hmm. And the fact now that people aren't going to be as uh, suppressed on Twitter as they were from the previous regime, uh, mm -hmm. that does change a little bit of things. And uh, I've been listening to Billy Ray Valentine and and some of what he says is definitely fishy about, you know, why now? Why, why has all this information come out now? Why is it being, you know, on both sides? I mean, the house mm -hmm. just voted 419 to zero to declassify all of the coronavirus stuff that's they, been going on. They have and never voted unanimously for anything. Why? No, and that? that should be fishy because whenever they actually agree on something, that's usually not good for us as a society mm -hmm. or as a country. And you could see how, when Tucker did release the videos, you saw how Chuck Schumer acted. Then you saw how Mitch McConnell acted. And it's like, okay, two of the top dogs on the left and the right are coming at Tucker for showing this film because it destroys their whole the narrative. narrative of everything that they've talked about in, in terms of everything that happened on, on January 6th. And, and what else, you know, have they lied to us about? I mean, you, you uh, could, the laptop, yeah. coronavirus, the, the yeah. vaccines, almost everything. Everything. And it's crazy because as things do get declassified and things have been declassified in the past, like such as like Gulf of Tonkin and other things that the U.S. government has done. Tuskegee people, experiments. Yeah, Tuskegee experiments. People still believe the government. They still want to trust the government. Oh, I know. And, <laughs> and we'll look at what's happening with the banks. Because that's why they want people to be dumb and not educated. They don't want them to know the history and how the government typically does these things over and over again and uses fear to manipulate so and control. And just look at the banks. These regional banks are falling or are failing now, and, and the government is bailing them out just like they did in 2008 for the big banks. Mm -hmm. And now they're saying the taxpayers may not necessarily have to pay for it, but in some way they're going to figure out how it's going to get dumped in on us, that the taxpayer yeah. is going to end up paying for it, especially now that today a bunch of European banks started having troubles and issues. Um, so it's, it's literally this whole next week or to a month is going to be crazy in terms of our economy and what happens. It's 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 insane what we're going through right now in in 2023. I know what a rush. It's such a privilege to be alive during all of this. <laughs> so it's, it should be easier to uh, usher in the uh, central bank digital currency if all the banks collapse, right? <laughs> yeah, that's what they want. I know. You know so um, I'm sorry. 
Go, no, go ahead. Um, going back to what you were saying earlier about, um, you know, we're talking about getting shut down and the people like, you know, now saying I can't, including me I on your show saying, don't shut my channel down. Yeah. I hate to admit it, but I have really pulled back on like what I used to post. Yeah. And that's why I just like, I admire what you do so much with your social media and how you use it because I'm one of those people. I was like, you're smarter than I am. <laughs> and you're probably richer than I am. More power to I you. I wouldn't say rich. <laughs> but it's like, you know, I hate that though. Like I hate that. Like, and the, here's the reason why I'll tell you why. The reason why is because when I was so outspoken and trying to share information because I've been in positions to where I've been able to gain cool information, whether, and I say cool, not that it, the information is cool, but like things that people just don't really know or talk about from people that I've been around, especially in the entertainment industry, you just find out so much about mm -hmm. how this world works. Mm -hmm. And so it's like, while I'm discovering and seeing things, I want to like help people and put that information out there to help them. Mm -hmm. And then this huge backlash of like doing that, because like, for example, put something out there, all of a sudden you get your, the people that are following me, they're behind it 100%. Oh my gosh, I didn't realize this. And then enough time goes by and they conform back to before I said anything. Mm -hmm. So from the. She's still with us. She's just checking her phone. So from the, do you, am I back? Yeah, yeah. you're back. Okay. So from the time that I shared the information to the time that they went back to how they were before I told them the information, because enough time had gone by, all this drama in my personal life is happening and I'm getting effed with and all this because I'm sharing this information that they don't want out there. And so I found that it was this whole drainage thing that I felt that at the end of the day, the people um, that are listening to me on my platform, they're wishy-washy and always go back to the same. So what's the point? What's the point? I rather, if it comes up organically, like on your show here, we're talking about this stuff organically. Cool. Mm -hmm. I'll talk about it. But I told myself, I'm not going to go on my way anymore because it's just too much. It's, it's too much. If the payoff was that people weren't being wishy-washy, <laughs> then I would still maybe keep on board. If you, if you felt like you were doing something that mattered. Something that mattered. Yeah. Like, so long and thanks for the fish. <laughs> that is, that is the, do you know the, the um, Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy? No. Oh, you okay. gotta watch, watch oh the movie. Oh my God, it's if, hilarious. If you, it's hilarious. Don't read the book, yeah. Okay, so the, the world is ending. And the, the, it's saying that humans mistakenly think that they're the smartest species, but there are two other species much smarter than they are. Dolphins are one of them. So dolphins kept trying to tell the humans that the world was ending and that they needed to do something. And the humans just weren't listening. So after a while, they just got tired of doing the flips and everything else and having the humans ignore them. So they ended up, the, there's this little musical thing in the beginning where it says, so long and thanks for the fish. And just like that, one day the dolphins all disappeared into space and they just decided to Fly leave the planet. Earth. They flew off Earth and just said, screw the species, they're too stupid. And then, of course, Earth got destroyed. So, and it's the story of how this guy finds out that his friend is an alien. His friend saves him and they hitchhike into the galaxy. 
It's a great <laughs> so, movie. You, it is, you it is. definitely check it out. Yes. Uh, now, on the getting kicked off of things, you can't even promote certain things on Facebook now. Uh, ben Hameen, uh, he was promoting a match where he said he was going to punch one of his opponents in the face. Ah. And he got a block. He got a ban. Yep. And it's like you're a professional wrestler or or even if you were an yeah. MMA fighter, you can't even like promote your fight on Facebook without them being like, hey, that goes against our community standards for violence. Yep. So I got one I where somebody asked me something and I said, because there's a Sherlock Holmes quote, I could tell you, but then I would have to kill you, which is a very famous Sherlock Holmes quote. I got um, inciting violence and hate speech for that. And I got blocked. So... <laughs> Let me tell you guys something about F and Facebook, okay? <laughs> <laughs> tell us something, Shelly. <laughs> First of all, I have been anti-Facebook since the beginning. I It took me forever to even get on the bitch because, long story short, I had a shady boyfriend back in the day, need I say more. So I was against it. So the way I use my Facebook now, like my fan page is just really my Instagram feed goes like right to it. I never yeah. go on it. My Facebook that I have is a private one and I barely go on it. And when I do, it's really to catch up with like what's going on with my friends because they all live in different states. Uh, family members who don't talk to me. So the only way I know what's going mm -hmm. on is their post. And um, that's pretty much it. Oh, and people from high school that I want to mm -hmm. keep in touch with. That's what I use it for. So yesterday... I wake up and my friend texts me saying, hey, it looks like your page has been hacked. So I see I have all these emails. Now, granted, I wake up at five o'clock in the morning, so I'm up pretty early. Mm -hmm. These attempts to log into my account happen like at one something in the morning. And I got the emails about it and yet they still were able to get through somehow. They changed the profile pictures, started posting all this terrorist stuff on my page and then sent to my family members child pornography whoa and so i was able to recover my page to where i was able to gain like that, that explains why i couldn't tag you in any of the posts i guess and Crazy. my page i can't change the profile pictures i can't delete those videos from the messenger because my page is locked for two more days because of the child porn right and so it's like but obviously I was hacked. And then the worst part is, is like in my family, there's like sexual abuse. So like now me and my two family members are like traumatized because I saw part of the video. And so I'm just like, so I'm just like all of that Facebook, it, it's almost Ooh. like, I was talking to my sister about it. They're almost like letting the hacker get away with it a little bit more. Like the stuff that they put on my page, I was able to delete some of the stuff on my timeline. Thank God. It was a ter terrorist stuff. But it's like, this hacker is allowed to keep their pictures up. That video on my messenger still. Mm -hmm. But people like you, yourself, April, your story, or Ben's story, like, it just doesn't make sense. Nothing it's like makes all sense. Over the place. It's like, yeah, nothing uh, makes you sense. You can't talk to anyone, like a nope. person. No, God forbid. And, and that's, that's what, what they want. I lost my verified Twitter uh, over the summer and I still haven't gotten it back. I got it back for a second and then they kicked me back out again. And the guy contacted me, the hacker contacted me on WhatsApp and asked me to buy it back from him. I was like, I'm not buying my Twitter back from you. I'll just start over again. Yeah. I'm built. 
build it up before, by the way, that also was real April Hunter on Twitter, real April Hunter on Instagram. I was just like, I'm just going to start over again, whatever. Like I'm not buying my shit back, but it was, it was verified and I had over 30,000 people and my income went and they wouldn't help me get it back because of the things I post. So it was like a one, two, it was like, we're taking it. And then after that, they're like, Oh, we see what you post. We're not helping you. And they wouldn't, they stopped talking to me. And by the way, hi, Wolf. Hi, hate, Butt, hi, uh, Jameer, Jameer. Hi. So thanks for joining us tonight. So yeah, it's a social media. It's just, they, it's like, it's a love hate thing. Like you need them <sighs> for work, but yeah. So thanks Johnny, man. And that's the thing. If you, if you ladies didn't need it for what you guys do for a living, <laughs> there would be no need for Facebook or Twitter or any of that type of yeah. stuff. And it sucks be because awesome. you need it to, to market. You need it to, to meet people and to get out there and to sell your products and things like that. And that's where it's a, it's a rock and a hard place where it's like, okay, now I do have to conform mm -hmm. in some way. They're almost mm -hmm. making you, it's like, it's like making you take the vaccine. You're taking the social uh, media <laughs> vaccine just to be able to work and, and survive yeah. and do what you do. Yeah. yeah, actually, you're right. I didn't think yeah. about that. That's why I think I'm not on it as much anymore. And I'm tired. Like, I don't feel like dealing with messaging anymore. It's like exhausting. I was like, well, uh. we all need to do what Aaron Rodgers did. Aaron Rodgers, I think he went for like a weekend and it's it's a dark room. It's an isolation room. And you're literally in the dark. There's no light, nothing. And you're there for the whole weekend. Now you can leave whenever you want. And they mm -hmm. slide you like a little prison prison food under the door or whatever to feed you, but you're in solitary confinement in the dark um, just to try to, you know, be in there with detox. your thoughts and do all kind of detox and stuff like that. And he, he was on the Pat McAfee show today talking about how he made a, a huge decision, um, you know, thinking about what he was going to do next, whether he was going to stay with green Bay or move on. And it was to help clarify his mind because he didn't have TV, social media, any of these other distractions. It was just him himself in a dark room to be able to, to contemplate life. I get that. Um, there was a time where I decided not to watch TV and I didn't watch TV for like two years and that changed a lot. And I don't know. I think that there's a lot. Oh, it's fine. She, I think she just dipped out. She's, she froze oh. up a little bit. You keep going, keep going. Um, but I feel like there's different ways to do that without having to go so extreme, like to just literally like leave your house without your phone. Mm -hmm. If you can, like, I understand some yeah. people, like they have families, whatever it's different, or maybe just, you don't, you don't pick up unless you have your phone set that it's your family calling you, whatever. And then just like, go for a walk, like old school it, like, you know what I'm saying? Like go and clarify your mind for me. Mm -hmm. Working out does that too. I just think there's different things that everyone can use. But like going back to like, I need social media. I think that's why people, and I wish April was on here right now. Oh, there she is. Yay, my wish came true. <laughs> is that, is that freezing or is that everybody's freezing? No, you 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 got kicked out. Okay. I think that might've been you. Mm -hmm. All right, I'm gonna take my phone off the internet. I don't know what the fuck's going on with my internet. I'm in the woods and it's always been a problem over here. So sorry about that. But um, going back to Lynch, you, you know, about social media and not needing it if it wasn't for work. I think people like targeted her and they've targeted me. Oh, buy it back. 
because they assume that based on our content that we put out there, that we care so, so much that we buy it back, which a lot of people in this day and age would. Yeah, but, like buyer followers. I'm not buying followers. If I haven't earned know, them, like, screw that's it. That's the thing. It's like people would. And, and do. I don't think people understand that there's some of us, like April and myself, like we have a whole other life that people don't even see. Like, <laughs> you know, they say brother, sister, like that word here. Yeah. And so it's like, yeah, I, this is not my life. <laughs> I feel like a lot of times when I'm like doing my social media thing, nine times out of 10, I'm just like over it, but I have to do it. Cause it's like, whatever. And I used to have fun with it, like with Twitter. That's why I liked it. Cause I could interact with my fans yeah. and I like that part of it. I like talking to my fans. Yeah. I love it. That's why I love doing my like websites and stuff. Cause I can do that there, but Twitter's not fun anymore. It's not the same as it was mm -hmm. like 10 years ago. Like, you know what I mean? Or even like five years ago, this is not fun anymore. It's like there with all of this censorship and weirdness. It's just not fun. Wait, and slide over a little bit because my stupid icon is blocking your pretty face. <laughs> I, can change. I can change that. There we go. We'll go smaller. There we go. There we go. Yeah. Don't block. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, I get it with you. I, I love interacting with my fans, but there's so much. It's weird. It's like somebody put an example out there. I think it was um, uh, 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 the pretty blonde girl from NWA that Aaron was marrying. She put, um, I'm blanking at the moment. Mayor Diaz. May. Yeah. yeah. So she said something. She's like, people ask why I'm not, um, on social media much. She said, because if I say that I love the color blue, they'll turn around like, why, what's wrong? Do you hate the color red? And she goes, and that's why I'm not on social media much. She goes, I just don't feel like dealing with it. And I was like, boom, that's it right there. I, like, I had, just I like, had. they just try and divide you into two camps no matter what. And it's like, come on, seriously. I had an interaction with a, a pronoun uh, Nazi the other day. I just yeah. commented on somebody else's. They wrote like they, right. And just jokingly, I was like, uh, how dare you to assume someone's pronouns. Right. And then they come on and they were like, well, they is the correct syntax. And I just send back the rock gift where he's just rolling his eyes and breathing heavy. <laughs> And then they're like, they say something else. And I just send another gif of somebody like, oh, please. Like, and then he comments on somebody else's thing. Well, like, oh, this jackass went out of his way. And I, I commented back. I said, no, you were the one that randomly commented on this tweet. You wanted to be the Twitter police and you, you engaged with a complete stranger. Yeah. I said, who hears the asshole out of all of us? You could have kept moving <laughs> yep. and you chose not to. So who's the asshole? Yeah. Yeah, somebody, uh, some some wrestling rag, I guess, or whatever, in in England. Uh, we had Al Snow on the show last week, and um, I guess he did an he did another interview right after ours, and he was using an example of things that don't make sense in wrestling, and he used a uh, two women, and I'm sorry about the dogs. I don't know. We're there's workers next door, and they're going nuts. So um, I guess two, two female workers were doing a move where they, I guess, did something off like a balcony. Mm -hmm. And then the finish was like a roll up, which I've heard people complain about that for ages ever since like the ring of honor days, like doing this big giant thing. And then the person kicks out and then they win by a roll up. And he was saying 
that he's like, and then the bigger girl did this to the to the, other, the other girl, and then they won by like a schoolboy. And this guy just like took it to Al saying that the, he was a misogynist and he should at least learn the workers' names and why doesn't he pick on the guys the same way he picks on the girls? And I was like, what? Well, hang on. <laughs> those who can do, those who can't go on the internet and critique. I'm like, when you've turned your signature into an autograph, then you'll have equal footing to make a comment about this. And for what it's worth, people have been complaining about that type of finish ever since the Ring of Honor days. So it was, it's just like, and then, and then of course he goes, start, he's like, like a smart guy. He starts going back and forth. So he, now he's, now he's going back and forth with two people who have actually been in the business and done a few things. Now here's this, he's like the armchair athlete. You know what I mean? It's just like, Oh my God, people. So like, stop. You, you can't sit there on the internet and call people names and label them like misogynist, racist, all this stupid shit and not expect them to call you out on it. Like, Hey, Hey, Bob makes a good, a good point about, you know, it's hate views. The algorithm deliberately sends you stuff that will piss you off because they know it's a higher chance. You're going to interact with it and stay uh, on the app longer. So it is point. a lot of that with where they good show point. you something just to get the emotional response. Going back to the January 6th stuff, they just good show point. you certain videos and you automatically get that first emotional response where you got to react and you don't logically think. And then that just divides people even further. I mean, going back to even the black lives matter stuff, all lives mm -hmm. matter, all that, the first emotion that first came out, that's where it's drew a lot of a line in the sand for a lot of people. So hate, hate bot is correct in that sense where they just try to get you to act off emotion and, and not logic and reason. <laughs> on that note, something like less serious, but if you think about it, it's still serious. Like these fans that, like you're saying, here you two people in the business that know what they're talking about, and then this person over here, and you're like poking, and so it's like these fans out there are like conspiring, and they're supposed to be fans, damn it! But the internet has like given them let's like pass to be like I don't know. It's just like really weird because you know there's always those hater fans, those mm -hmm. smart marks, if you will, but then. I've, I feel like through this like shift of social media and what it is now, I've seen fans who used to not really be that way turn that way. Energy. Like, yeah. Like the energy is contagious. It's this shift and it's just like, no. And they just want to rise out of you. And like, mm -hmm. that's what it is. Like mm -hmm. I haven't spoken about this. So I'll, sp I'll make, I'll speak about it right now. I get about, asked about it all the time here on the A show. So, and, and by the way, the people are asking if they can see your little hat. Oh, <laughs> it's, it was cut off. Yeah, they want to see your little hat and your big ass. The city. boobs or the hat? <laughs> it's one or the other. Yeah, you want boobs? <laughs> there you go. There you go. But um, there's this wrestler, and I will. I have not spoken about this because I don't want the energy. But you guys are here watching live, so here you go. Some of you have been writing me. The wrestler Renee Dupree has, like, totally talked crap about me on his um, podcast. <laughs> oh, okay. So I'm not the only one who strongly dislikes him. Oh, cheers. Cheers. <laughs> cheers. I did a tour with him in Europe 
twice and got a just distasteful person. Is okay, so this is. is how we should tease that I was on your show. Because I get tweeted all the time about asking about what this thing is between me and Renee. Mm -hmm. And so if you guys want to know the answer, you have to come to the A show. So <laughs> long story short as I can make it, um, I was thinking about Ashley Massaro one day. He's and, arrogant too. I'm sorry? He's very arrogant as well. Yeah. So I was looking, I was thinking about Ashley Massaro and I was wondering, like, Paul London, is he, if he's ever, like, spoken about, like, anything that had happened to her or whatever. So I go online. I type in Paul London, which, by the way, I love Paul London. I've always mm -hmm. liked him since back in the day when both of us were nobodies um, till today. I always liked Paul London. And so I saw that Paul was on Renee's show. Now, I always knew that I didn't really care for Renee. I didn't remember why. But my interaction with him was so limited that, like, I never really thought twice about it, to be honest with you, all these years. And the only thing that I could think of is, like, I dated this guy once, and he was, like, trying to book a show in Canada, and it was for Renee. And he goes, I need girls for the show, but not Shelly, because he knew the guy was dating me. And so I was like, where's the heat, brother? Like, not Shelly. Like, whatever. So that's the only thing I ever knew. And so... I was like, oh, cool. He's on this show. So I'm watching. And I didn't know that Renee had a podcast. And I was like, now this makes sense why people keep asking me what I think about Re Renee's podcast. Because I had no idea. So then I'm like, well, that was a really good, like, little clip. Let me see more of his videos. Then I see I'm in a thumbnail. I'm like, oh, my gosh, I'm in a thumbnail. Okay. And so I click on it. <laughs> And it was one of those games where you're like, whether you would kill Mary or F the person. Ugh. And he said that he would kill me in a heartbeat because from the first moment he ever met me, he wanted to kill me. And so I was like, oh, okay. So then I don't talk to these, these people keep tweeting me the same two people. You notice that this is not a game that women play. What's that? That uh, F, F Mary kill is not a game that women play. <laughs> Totally invented by men, yes. I, as much as I mean, I've just never played that game. I've been, yeah, anyway. So I'm like, okay, whatever. That's why these like couple people, like two people, keep repeatedly overly asking me, maybe they tune into the podcast, whatever. I'm going to no sell it. So then all of a sudden, another video comes out. And it talks, Renee's talking about my dogs at Fred and Ethel, which is a very sensitive subject for me because I had Fred and Ethel for a very long time. Ethel, mm -hmm. 14 years, Fred, 20 years. And in his story, he got a lot of the details mixed up, a lot of them. And at the end of the day, if Renee Dupree hated me so freaking much, I don't understand why he literally gave me this like, novelty rob zombie t-shirt that was like a special edition so like all of this stuff is really confusing but going back to these trolls that we're talking about so this one guy not only was he keep coming after me over and over and over and over about this renee dupree stuff he started to like when i would interact with like dog stuff online because like i try to bring awareness as much as i can he would go and tag those people and be like you know she just like lets her dog shit all over the place and like it's just like this continuous thing of poking and poking and poking and going back to like, I, like we're talking about our social media where these people are just losing their mind online. It's like they're addicted because like you said, Colin, it's like to just get at you and, or that person who commented, I'm sorry, you read it. Um, they just mm -hmm. poke so mm -hmm. hard 
in hopes they get any kind of reaction from you at all. And it sucks. The I know lab the labeling story. sucks. Yeah. It's like a long story, I know, but like it's just it doesn't make sense. I shared that story because to me, mm -hmm. that story has no flow. It's all over the place. And that's where these people are. They're all over the place. And then you have people that play into it creators whether they're podcasters wrestlers whatever they have their fans play into it and it's like then it becomes like this weird like oh i'm not saying this but go tell this person that like mm -hmm. i found that out so it's like it, it's a sick twisted game and it's just not fun anymore yeah i i um I... I think I, I often call the news anger porn, but the internet has sort of come become anger porn. And I think, I think because so many people, how do I put this? So many people are so overworked and they're frustrated and they're tired and they're on antidepressants or anti-anxiety medications. They're not, um, they're not fully feeling a range of emotions because the opposite of fear isn't, the opposite of fear is love, right? So from fear comes anger. So when you're afraid of something or you're afraid of losing something or you're afraid of something will happen, that's where anger comes from. So I think that anger gives people an adrenaline rush. And that adrenaline rush is almost addicting. So, you know, I'm like you post something, you're so mad, you're like, they see something and you're mad and you're like, no, 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 no. And then like, you don't want to, but you're like, I'm going to go check and see if anybody responded to it. So it's almost like, and I think we've all done this. It's almost like an addiction where you get that, you get that, ha, 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 you get that rush. And it's like, it's like anger porn basically. And people get addicted to that feeling the same way they get addicted to anything because it's a dopamine hit, but they don't realize that constantly fucking with your dopamine and doing it in a negative way is creating not just a very unhealthy um, situation for you physically, mentally, but it's also putting out a lot of really bad energy for the collective. So it's, it's, that's, we've, we've talked about it on here before, but um, that's, uh, that's something to think about. Here's, here's something I brought up the other day that, see what you guys think, you know, as much of, as we've learned about pharma in the last couple of years, do you think it's possible? Here's a wild conspiracy theory. Do you think it's possible that big pharma is who is behind the body positivity movement? Because so many diseases are linked to obesity that it's very, very profitable for pharma if people are heavy. So we now know that they will uh, create fake accounts. They will sponsor celebrities. They will create fake um, journalism articles. They will pay for doctors um, to give false information. They will sponsor um, fake science. So if they decide that the body positivity movement is very profitable because of diabetes and heart disease and everything else, you know, why wouldn't it stand 
that that could be an actual thing because it's very, very, I mean, how, if we're really honest, how many people live to a long life, an old long life who are obese? How many well, do we see out there? That you are can probably, years old? you can probably answer your question. Just looking at cancer, look at how much money has been raised since cancer has been a thing. I mean, it's, it's gotta be close to a couple billion dollars <laughs> raised in for cancer and we don't have a cure for that yet look up go on the nih.gov site and search ivermectin and cancer together and you're going to be shocked like utterly shocked at what you're going to see like paper after peer-reviewed paper on all the different types of tumors that ivermectin shrinks mm -hmm. and that might be the real reason why they didn't want anybody getting ivermectin well, it's like Hatebot said too. The, there's no money in the cure; the money's in no. the treatment. So if they keep you coming back, like an addict, they keep you coming back. You're gonna they. It's a subscription-based model. That's a, a thing that we've talked about. They're starting to have your car is going to be on a subscription-based model. Your television's on a subscription-based model now. Your yeah. music, so <laughs> almost everything in your life. And and now they're buying up houses. Your house, you're going to be a renter. You're going to be subscribing to your house. Uh, mm -hmm. So that's yeah. the type of, of, of society they're moving to because they realize they don't want you to have free choice. Subscribe to this, pay us monthly, let yeah. us get our money, and then you just get whatever we allow you to have on our system. Yeah. It's like Bigwig said that um, he knew a dentist that kept sugar cookies in his waiting room, said, I get them coming and going. So, uh, so <laughs> I used to work for a big time buffet. <laughs> And one of the tricks they said is if you have some uh, some uh, leftover banana nut bread from in the morning or some cookies that are going to go bad, uh, go to the front of the line, sell them for a dollar. While the person is waiting in line, they'll be eating the little cookie or the banana bread. And by the time they get through the 15, 20 minute wait to get through the front and get their plate, their sensor in their brain is already telling them, hey, I'm kind of full and they're not going to eat as much. Eat as much when when they come in and sit down to eat so it, yeah restaurants do that why wouldn't big pharma your government anybody follow else them, follow the money right mm -hmm. i so. saw your post um earlier today i think it was about that mm -hmm. april and i was just like dude because i i really feel just to be very blunt and transparent i feel like that body positive vibe has been being pushed down my throat. And whenever I feel like something's being pushed down my throat, I don't trust it. It's mm -hmm. like, it's one thing to be like, Hey, like we learned this and this is like better for you, like, whether it's mental or physical health, spiritual health, mm -hmm. whatever. I'm fine with the like, Hey, here's a recommendation. Try it out. It might work for you. But when it's like being pushed in your face, 24 mm -hmm. seven to where you almost find it ridiculous. Like, that's a stretch or like whatever. I don't trust that. And so mm -hmm. when I saw that post, I was like, oh, I was like, dude, that makes sense. That makes sense. Just follow the money on anything. And it seems to lead us to, you know, I don't know. So you guys want another St. Patrick's Day fact that was uh, interesting? Let's go. All right. The real St. Patrick was born in Britain. So this one's interesting. Much of what is known about St. Patrick's life has been interwoven with folklore and legend, but historians generally believe that St. Patrick, the patron saint of Ireland, was born in Britain near the end of the fourth century. At age 16, he was kidnapped by Irish raiders and sold as a slave to a Celtic priest in Northern Ireland. So back then they were uh, 
Druids and pagans. So after toiling away for six years as a shepherd, he escaped and went back to Britain. He eventually returned to Ireland as a Christian missionary. Um, he became a bishop um, and he, quote, drove away the snake. So he got his revenge <laughs> on, his, on his slave capturers by converting them all to Christianity. <laughs> Success, the, the lesson of that story is successful living is the best revenge. <laughs> and if he could just all get all of them to, to tithe him 10%, he's good to go. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so a matter of fact, there are no slaves in Ireland, uh, or sorry, slaves, snakes. There are no snakes in Ireland because um, it's way too cold. At least there wasn't back then. So snakes was a metaphor, just like a lot of the Bible is a metaphor. Um, snakes was a metaphor for, I believe, at that particular time, the pagans. Some people say the Catholics, but I think it was the pagans. Is is this a true fact? Did uh, Shelley, did your ancestors invent the martini? <laughs> you know, there is a Martinez martini. Or is that the Martinez Cadillac Margarita? I don't remember. I don't know. Maybe. Sure. Sure. Just say yes. Yep. <laughs> sure. Um, let's see. Here's the thing. Um, that whole, like, you shared with me that fact earlier today. Mm-hmm. And we both agreed, and Colin, I'm sure you do too. Why did we not know this information before? <laughs> I don't know. Like, why don't we know this stuff? Like you would think somewhere along the, our, our journeys, the three of us, we have these whole full lives that we've lived. Mm-hmm. That somewhere along the line, we would have heard this information. We didn't learn a lot of real history. It was weird. So some people know this one. Um, fact, the Irish were scorned. In America. So my grandfather told me this one. The Irish need not apply. Those were the signs in all the windows. So while Irish Americans are now proud to showcase their heritage, the Irish were not always celebrated by Americans. In uh, the beginning of 1845, a devastating potato blight caused widespread hunger throughout Ireland. While approximately a million people perished, another two million abandoned their land in the largest single population movement in the 19th century. Most of the exiles, nearly a quarter of the nation, came to the shores of the United States. We all know how that probably went. Uh, Once they arrived, the Irish refugees were looked down upon as disease-ridden, unskilled, and a drain on the welfare budget. History uh, doesn't change too much, does it? (laughs) So that is why a lot of them turn to bare-fisted fighting and um, other ways to make their money. So my grandfather was a hustler. So, Ooh, I bet he got stories then. He did. He did. Yeah. Hard work, hard working. So they were Scottish and then Irish and then here, but they would tell you they're, they were American. Corned beef and cabbage is an American in innovation. So I hate corned beef. The meal that became a St. Patrick's day stable across the staple across the country was an American innovation. While ham and cabbage were eaten in Ireland, corned beef offered a cheaper solution for impoverished immigrants. So most were living in the slums of lower Manhattan. And they would purchase leftover corned beef from ships returning from the tea trade in China. The Irish would boil the beef three times. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) And the last time they would boil it with cabbage to remove some of the brine. 
Sounds delicious. Not, yeah, that does not. No. No. Nope. I, I love corned beef and cabbage, but that does not sound delicious at all. Mm-mm. 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 Somebody was like telling me the other day, like, I can't wait to get me some corned beef when it goes on sale. I'm like, bleh. <laughs> like, what's wrong with you? So, uh, yeah, there's a couple of things there. I know we don't, we didn't learn a whole lot of, uh, whole lot of real facts, but apparently St. Patrick's real name was, what the hell was it? I'm, I'm probably going to say this wrong, but Maywin Sukat. Never heard that before in my what? life. <laughs> Maywin, it was a very, yeah. Yep. All right. And then he changed it to Patrick when he became a bishop. And once again, the 17th is not his birthday. It is his death day. So I wonder if that affects people that named their sons Patrick throughout all the ages, if they knew that story. I don't know. But it used to be a dry holiday. I don't know how the hell that changed. America, probably. Yeah, I think so. Well, the first, yeah. It used to be that the pubs would close on March 17th to celebrate, you know, you know, like how everything closes for Martin Luther King Day. Um, but once it became a national holiday in 1970, everything changed and the pubs began, became a go-to spot for many to celebrate. It was fairly new. I guess so. If you think about it, like the 70s, the grand yeah. scheme of time. Yeah. It's like not that long ago. No. We're just going to leave it at that, go people. Oh, so does it... Um... <laughs> I know, I, wouldn't, I, wouldn't know anything about the 70s. I know one of the destinations for St. Patrick's Day here in America is people go to Savannah, Georgia. That was something that that I heard a lot of people go down there. They they have this giant fountain, they color it green, and then mm-hmm. it's they say it's it's pretty bad because people get out there and they get drunk and there's just throw up and all that type of stuff. That the locals will actually do their St. Patrick's, I think it's the weekend before. Mm-hmm. So if you if you go go to Savannah, go to Savannah the weekend before St. Patrick's Day, and you get to kind of get the the local, the real stuff, the real stuff, and then the, the the following weekend or whatever is the tourist weekend where everybody comes down and ruins the city and everything. But I I don't know if that's known throughout the whole U.S. as as kind of the the go to place for for uh, St. Patrick's Day partying. Or if it's just a southern thing. Um. Champagne Kenny is saying Chicago's Green River. Oh yeah, they do. It, yeah. Bo- yeah, Boston does a big thing too. I mean, it doesn't really get more Irish than Boston. Yeah. Um, and it says, uh, I think I said it before, blue was the color that is most associated with Patrick, mm-hmm. and green was considered unlucky. Blue is still considered symbolic of Ireland. So, how did green become the go-to? Well, green has been the color that's been linked to a series of Irish rebellions that took place in order to gain independence from the English crown. The color uh, stuck once waves of Irish immigrants made their home in America and began wearing green and carrying Irish flags to show pride for their home country. And there are no female leprechauns. They are all male. What's up with that? Oh, that'll change. That'll change soon enough. Yeah. Let me see your tits. <laughs> that'll, that'll change soon enough. It's a trans leprechaun there. <laughs> Incidentally, people don't know if it's uh, Celtics or Celtic, and both are right. So if you are Irish, you pronounce it one way. If you are Scottish, you pronounce it the other way. 
So Irish is Celtic, uh, Scots are Celtic, if I remember correctly. So, yeah. Got some Corgos in the chat. Yeah, Corgos, hey. Titties for bitties. Got titties for bitties. Thank you, thank you. Ooh. It's kind of hard because I'm on my phone. So it's like when I go to try to look at the comments, I have to like do a whole thing. Oh, do you? Okay, yeah, you're probably seeing it really small. And uh, Alex, AB Twitch says that Tampa, Tampa May makes the river work green for St. Patty's Day. Did they? I didn't know that. So, huh. Um, separate question, having nothing to do with St. Patrick's Day. So you've been here on Twitch now for quite, uh, was it the whole time you've been doing your A-show? It's been here on Twitch? Yeah, two years, yeah, a little over two years, yeah. Um, so I noticed, because I remember one day I was watching one of your videos, and I got through like half of my workout, and then I was going to watch the rest the next day, and then it was like gone. Do they not archive it? <laughs> Not on Twitch. No, you get two weeks. Uh, once you're, yeah, usually it's two weeks. And I, I'm not even sure if once you get up to like partner or whatever, if you have more time. But for Twitch, it's once you get to affiliate, the videos stay up there for two weeks. Um, and then they delete them. Yeah. So we have to move, we move them to Patreon, which yeah. is Patreon the A show. <laughs> Because um, I never got to see the last half of when you had that guy on that um, was about the words. I can. I'll get you a link, Shelly. I'll email you a, a link. Yeah, we'll make sure oh, we get you. You can finish watching. Like about words and like. Uh, oh, oh, Derek. Like put out there. And yeah. Yep. Yeah, energy and, and word and word. Yeah, I was word like magic, basically. Yeah. Patreon, join the A show Patreon. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and somebody's asking in the chat. It says, "Do you still need an iPad?" Now, clearly, she does if she's on her phone doing this. <laughs> I have an iPad. It's just big and bulky, and this is just oh. easier. <laughs> oh, there you go. <laughs> so, so yeah. So you were saying that. Uh, since it's Irish week, there were some interesting, we could tell some interesting drinking stories. Let's do it. <laughs> Let's do it. I finished my wine. Let's get to it. <laughs> yeah, we, we uh, I don't know. What are, what are some dumb things you guys have done? Well, I'll, I'll go ahead and break the ice with, with one of my stories. Oh, so God. when I was, when I was in college, uh, we were doing a, a fraternity sorority party and we would make a liquor keg for the girls because the girls didn't really like to drink beer. And when, uh, so I got proceeded to get drunk on the liquor keg. And I asked my roommate if he wanted to go get some food, but I didn't have any money. And I told him that the sub shop would take our, our ECU cards for where we went to school and everything. So we get over to the sub shop and they don't take the ECU card. And he's like, I'll go get some money, right? So he comes back in and I'm like laying on the counter flirting with the like 80 year old lady that's working the sub shop at like 12 in the morning. And then we go and sit down to eat. And he, he tells me that I don't even eat my sandwich at all. Uh, I get up and go to the bathroom. And then he said about 15, 20 minutes later of me not coming out, he goes in and finds me like passed out in the stall, like laying down beside the toilet. Right. I don't oh. know any of this. And then, uh, he drink, he takes me home 
the next morning, I uh, I walk out to go to class and I see this big old giant of puddle of throw up like in front of the dorm, like in the parking lot. And I'm like, oh, man, somebody had a crazy night last night. Right. Go about my day. I see him later that day. And he's like, yeah, you almost threw up in my car. He's like, I had to kick you out of the car so you would just throw up in the parking lot. And I'm like, oh, wait. That was the <laughs> the I thought everybody remembered when they puked. No, I didn't. He, oh. he said uh, he had just gotten his car cleaned and he looked over at me and my cheeks had puffed up. And he was like, motherfucker, if you throw up in my car, I don't remember any of this uh, except for us going to Miami subs. That's about as far as I remember. And then I went on autopilot. Oh my God. You got to love when your friends are so good to you that they make sure you get home and in bed safely. Yeah. So that's, that's praise be to you people. We love you. Thank you. <laughs> oh man. Go ahead, Shelly. Have you got some crazy? I have two stories. You guys vote on which one you want. Do you want the one where, oops, I shouldn't have slept with you? Or... <laughs> <laughs> I'm, oh, I'm so drunk. I'm sorry your dick fell inside me. <laughs> or, oops, I shouldn't have wrestled drunk. Which one? Oh, God, that's a hard one. Why, why How, you about do that? Hold on a How about both? How about both? Hi, cabron. All right. So, okay. So... You got to have some green for St. Patrick's Day. I totally get it, Shelly. Yeah. Green is the way. I love drinking, but you know the the nature's cure all day long. So I guess I'll go with the wrestling one first, and then oops, I shouldn't have slept with you. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I was just in a really bad place, you know. You know, it's a good story when you when you preface it like that. <laughs> <laughs> So I was in a really bad place. <laughs> and uh, I would say bad decisions. Bad decisions make excellent stories. Go ahead. Disclaimer. I was in a really bad place in my life. This weird dude who I should have never, I had no business dating. Ever. Oh my God. Does this cocaine smell bad to you? <laughs> I should have never dated him. He cheated on me. So the fact that he was a complete douchebag that was so lucky to ever touch me cheated on me and not only did he cheat on me but no offense not trying to be a bitch but he cheated on me with somebody that was very 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 unattractive she looked like something i could draw with my left hand what's that she looked like something i would draw with my left hand at best yeah So, like, I was in a bad place, man. I was not feeling good about myself. Sexy. Shelly Martinez wasn't feeling so sexy. She was feeling, like, if you guys remember, there was a promo I did in fake ECW where I tell Francine, you're going to be old, fat, pregnant, and you'll never have a man like Kevin Thorne. That was me. I turned into that. I turned into that. I was just not in a good place. I was the the wash-up. It was terrible. So there's this famous wrestler. I'm not going to say their name, but I will be texting April the name later. So she knows <laughs> but there is this very famous wrestler that um, I was friends with for like 10 years. I thought he was like almost like a mentor type of dude, my homie. 
But then like in the last, like in our 10 year friendship, the last, like maybe four years, he kept trying to sleep with me. And I was like, I swear you're married. Aren't you? And he'd be like, no, and I'm like, I swear you're married though. No. And so, um, I guess we went into the oops who we slept with right into it instead of doing the wrestling one. So, um, then one day he came into town, he was like, Hey, you know, I know you're in a bad place. Let me take you out for dinner. Let me give you some dick with that. <laughs> I'm I've, so I've, got, I've got some penicillin for you. It'll make you feel better. <laughs> my friend, Shelly, my friend. So, of course, I was like, yeah. And at that time, I was living in a cockroach-infested studio apartment with my sister and two dogs. It was, like, rough times. So, I go hang out with him. And because I'm so broke, I'm not really eating that much. So the wine was hitting me hard, was hitting me hard because I had hardly any food in me. And so I got so, so drunk. And then finally it happened. I slept with the guy and then what made it worse, and this is what the oops was. I was like, okay, so this dude, he keeps, he's telling me like four years, he's not married. So maybe he's not, which is me being in denial. And then I was like, well, you know, he's my friend. I watch the show Friends. I see Chandler and Monica get together. You think, like, I'm always looking for that Chandler in my life. I always have to hook up with my friends for some reason. And so I'm like, well, maybe. And so then. Sorry, I just seemed to know. TV is not life. Famous, famous guy has a lot of money and he was just like, let me put you up. Let me take care of you because he saw my situation. Right. So then I'm like, look, can you just, and I'm so drunk at this time. I, like, I, I've slept with him. I've already regretted it. Cause I know he's married. He just, I'll be um, there for you. <sighs> he was Sorry. trying to be there for me. <laughs> That night, I'll be there for you. <laughs> I feel like such a douchebag. And then the thing is, is the worst part, April, is the dude is still in me. And I was like, well, you finally got what you wanted. So I was already, <laughs> I was already just oh knew it was the wrong thing. I was like, well, you got what you wanted. And so here's the worst part for me. This is the part where I'm just like, I realized this was the biggest oopsie ever. And that this guy was never my friend. He was just putting in his time this whole time. Yeah. Um, you know, I was like, you know, he's like super famous wrestler, like I said. So like, I was like, dude, just can you give me my job back in WWE? Because you see how I live. Like, I don't need you to put me up in some penthouse. I don't need you to get me a car. And when you're in town, I need to see you. Like, I still want to see you but can you just give me my job back so I can get my life back in order here? And he was like, he laughed. He was like, I don't even work for them. I'm like, but you're so-and-so like you're, you're they'll listen to you. He's like, Oh no. And so that's when I knew I was just like, Oh, okay. I see what's going on here. And then when I found out it was the biggest oops I slept with you was a couple months later, a friend of mine, I saw that she kept tagging that she was like hanging out with the guy. So I wrote her text. I was like, Hey, watch out. And she's like, no, we're just friends. I was like, oh boy, here we go. 
Sure enough, they started up their whole thing. And then, damn it, if he did not go and get her a WWE tryout. So when I was like, can you just give me my job back? And then when she told me about it, she was like, I was so out of shape at that time. I was in a very depressed time in my life. Uh, sound familiar, Shelly? Yes, it does. <laughs> this is what this guy does. And so the fact that he got her that tryout i in my heart i felt like he knew she was out of shape and maybe not at her best so there was no way wwe was going to hire her but it get him some ass so when i heard that story that's when the full circle came oops i shouldn't have been that drunk because i finally gave that asshole what he wanted uh -huh. he gave him that ass I did. <laughs> hey we we have all i hate to say it we have all done something like that so uh we learn from those things yeah <laughs> we, learn, we learn from those things you know it, uh dick happens <laughs> ask big ray he knows all about it yeah it's yeah. a lot of purposeful and accidental dick it's okay yeah. does this cocaine smell okay to you <laughs> Yeah, I, I stopped doing cocaine. I'm, order, like I'm ordering a mushroom right. pizza without the pizza. Does anybody want any? <laughs> so, April, let's hear your story. Oh, God. I don't even know where to start. Usually, I make mistakes. Here's my problem. I make mistakes fucking sober. I can't even blame it on something. <laughs> <laughs> and the best part is my friends are all warning me, and they're not even doing it suddenly. They're like, Girl, you fucking up. You sure you want to do this? Like they're standing in front of me with red flags. So like, here are the red flags that you are walking into. You sure want to do this? I'm like, it's gonna be fine. Everything's fine. You're overthinking it. They're like, stop, stop, <laughs> stop. They're like, that's fine. Everything's good. Like, you sure you want to do this? And I'm like, they're like, okay, we're gonna love you no matter what. And I just go, and it's like not even any alcohol related at all. So I do that shit sober. I wish I could blame it on substances but um bipolar disorder <laughs> we crazy and sometimes we get real crazy so um we don't need alcohol to be stupid so there you go well then give us a sober saint patrick's day story <laughs> oh my god where do i even start uh oh lordy I had a similar situation uh, as you uh, more times than once. Um, I'm trying to think. Uh, thing, while you think. And then I asked the girl, I go, so is he married? And she's like, yes, girl, he's married. <laughs> yes, girl. He's so married. And he's still married. Oh, my he's God. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. That's funny. The best part, though, is, is that whenever it's gotten back to me many times that when my name gets brought up to this person that their face goes white like a ghost because I've confronted them many times. Mm. And so it makes me happy that, um, how I feel kind of duped a little bit and it's my fault. I shouldn't have been drinking. That's what it was. Or else none of that would have even happened. Hey, you know, we learn. We All learn. right. I, I got we one learn. for you. When I was very young, I got married and we went, we eloped. We went to uh, Jamaica to get married and we had not even gotten off 
the plane onto the bus when somebody rolled up to him and goes, you want smoke? So we we're like, yeah, we want some fucking smoke. So we didn't realize that Jamaican smoke was different than American smoke by a lot. Like, not like, like by a lot. So here's what happened. Really not much after that. So <laughs> uh, we bought an all-inclusive vacation for that week. Food, drinks, stuff to do. We smoked that and ended up on a hammock and didn't leave for a week. <laughs> we did nothing, not fuck all, except eat. So I went over and I didn't even care that the food was left out for a while. So they had like all these all you can eat buffets. And I went over and I'm like, oh, jerk chicken. I wonder what this is. I ate the jerk chicken. I got food poisoning. So now not only am I too high to do anything, I'm too sick to do anything. Now, mind you, let me back up. I wasn't yet married. We were getting married in Jamaica. I was so sick that I missed my wedding. <laughs> and in hindsight, I probably should have taken that as a side, but I missed my fucking wedding. So they, the, the, the resort had to call a doctor to do a house call to come in and give me like this injection to stop me from throwing up and shitting. Basically I was so sick. I couldn't, like leave the toilet. I'm sitting here with a trash can. Jamaican toilets are really tall. Like I'm tall, but these people are really tall. And I'm just like, I'm up there. My feet are barely hitting the ground. I'm just like, uh, uh, uh. I'm just so sick. Terrible. <laughs> so, so I was too, too high to do anything and too sick to get married. That's funny. And ironically, at the end of all this, they did push back the wedding. I did get married. Um, like nobody was there. We did just do the little elope thing right before we came back home. And <clears throat> the marriage license, all the papers, all the paperwork was never filed in America. So in this country, it ended up looking like I never actually got married. So it was, I was, it was just a disaster. So Mostly because you want smoke. <laughs> so how much does a Jamaican divorce cost? Oh, God. I know what's really funny is I thought it would be a great idea to bring some of the, I was like, this is some good shit. So there were seeds. And I actually was like, like could you imagine bringing this stuff back home? So I took the seeds and I put them inside <laughs> So I probably shouldn't talk about this, but anyway, <laughs> <laughs> but I'm gonna, so I put them inside the hem of my shirt and sewed them into my shirt and I brought them back and I was as an apartment at the time and those fuckers started growing. They were doing good. I mean, real good. And then we got a frost, killed them all. So oh, nobody else, oh. nobody else, nobody else got any smoke. Wagwan. <laughs> I want some of that. Oh my god! So there right you now, go. 
immediately. <laughs> I want some of that. So we got a we got a fun little question here for you gals. Uh, what was the best pickup line that you ever got? Like the best, like it worked, like not like a joke, right? I mean, either one, I guess. If if it you want to go with with one that you just kind of laughed at, like okay, yeah, or if you girl, I want you to have worked. my babies. No, I'm kidding. There was <laughs> Big Week time. says God loves you, April. He tried to save you. <laughs> I don't know if this makes me an idiot. It does, by the way. But um, when I met this guy that I dated for a while years ago, when I first met him, he's an actor. And so his show was on the USA Network back in the day. And at that time, mm -hmm. that's when... Um, I was with WWE, so they were working with them, whatever. So they're doing some kind of cross promotion. So when I met this actor backstage, I was like, oh, cool, it's so-and-so. And so when I went to go shake his hand, he shook my hand and he turned it over as my left hand. He goes, oh, I see no ring. I'm not married. And I was like, ooh, and I never heard that one before. Long story short, I ended up dating him, and it was really, he's a psycho, so it wasn't good. <laughs> I fell for a hook, line, and sinker, but... To this day, I think about that. I think about how dumb I was to fall for such a line. Like that was such a line. I would, I would like that line. That seems like a fairly good line. I mean, because the reason why is because he cared to see if I was available. He didn't. Right. He wasn't this one of these dudes out there that are like, oh, who cares if she's available or not? Like I want right. her. Like to me, I was impressed that he was like checking. It was like. Oh, I see no ring, da da da. Because then that was my introduction. Like, no, but I have a boyfriend, or no, I'm single. So I was. That was the best line I've ever had. Oh God, I don't like pickup lines, but I always, you know, I hear some really dumb, funny ones. Like, like the one that always cracks me up is, "Hello, future ex-wife." <laughs> Why you gotta be an how, ex? All right, how's my future ex-wife doing? I'm like, well, you have a positive outlook for us, don't you? Why is it gotta be the ex? Like, right, what, I know. What's wrong with you that I'm the ex? Right, bro? right. <laughs> I'm, I'm more of a I'm more of a fan of the person that's actually like really straight up. Like, hey, I like you. I would like to see where this goes. Um, you know, like the emotionally available person. Like, hey, let's just see where it goes. I like you. I like hanging out with you. No like games. no, no games, no bullshit, like just straight up. But yeah, there are some, some weird lines out there. Like uh, I see you're eating a taco. Do you want to talk about it? You know, shit like that. You know, I, I've never been one to do pickup lines because I just don't want to make the girl feel awkward. Mm -hmm. I'm very like, I don't want to make you. people feel awkward and I don't want to be awkward. So I just like, let it go. Now I, I have picked up a girl by completely ignoring them before. Uh, when I when I lived in an apartment with my friends, this one girl would come over because she broke up with her boyfriend who happened to be best friends with my roommate. So I think she was coming over to the house to be there with the friend to see if her ex would come over and stuff like that, right? But uh, uh, I played uh, computer games at the time. And so I would just go over in the corner, uh, work, come home, play computer games. And I didn't really interact or talk much, right? So she saw this and was like, okay, most guys always give me attention. Why is he just over there in the corner? Mm -hmm. And then it became, she came over and started talking to me because I was not giving her the time of day or, or anything like that. 
And then we became friends. We never actually dated, but we became friends and stuff like that because of how it, we just clicked and everything. But there, there was that. I just I didn't care. And she was like, okay, I have to know who this person is because they're not all like, oh my God, who is she? That type uh, of stuff. Yeah, that makes sense. Oh, Winona has a good one. Are you from Tennessee? Because you're the only 10 I see. i've heard that one before that's terrible well i don't know i've heard that picking up girls by ignoring them that would that shit would not work for me but i've heard it does ignore i guess for the attention whores out there would work but as i've gotten older i don't get validation from outer sources anymore so it doesn't work now it's more like straight up like walk up to me talk to me be like hey Blah, 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 you know. I've been on the other end. Like, um, there was this guy that I was dating, but it wasn't exclusive. So, you know, who knows what was going on. But to me, on my end, I was like, I wasn't seeing anybody. I really liked the guy. And um, he invited me to this event he was having. So I felt so special. I was like, oh, my God. Like, maybe it's really, like, moving forward, you know. And so then when I got there... I noticed a lot of girls that kind of had my look and I was like, what's going on here? And he had invited all these different girls to be pretty much atmosphere at this like party. And here I'm thinking this guy that I've been seeing has invited me over to this thing. Mm-hmm. And so I did the ignore thing when he came into the room and all the other girls were like, Oh my gosh, so-and-so I just sat there and I was like, hell no, I'm pissed. So I'm just going to ignore this fool over here. And what's so funny is it affected him so much that he got bothered. I was the only one ignoring him. I was literally looking the other way and there was like a coffee table, a glass one. He tripped and fell and broke it. Like it was like a whole scene, like a, a comedy movie. And he was like, oh, real nice. You're over here ignoring me. And I'm like, yeah, because there's like, we all look the same over here. Me and all these girls. <laughs> it was such a weird thing, dude. Wow. That'd be kind of trippy. So I have I have seen that before though, where somebody will do something and they'll invite you and you think it's, you know, and then you realize it's like, oh, they invited everybody they're dating. Okay, cool. Well they just want to I can't believe I put over here. That's I can't believe I put put makeup on for this. Exactly. <laughs> What I what I could be sitting at home watching fucking Ted Lasso, so or the A Show podcast. What? So <laughs> playing with my dog. It's a lot of effort to date, you know. It really is. And for women, I know guys complain about dating, like you know, it's expensive. Other women are picking up more of the bill lately, and it's this and it's that. But we gotta put on makeup and do our hair, and it's it's time consuming for us too. Like. It's, you know, it is, it's, I always say, you know, if you, you ask me out and I'm putting makeup and on and doing my hair, you're definitely buying lunch. So you're paying bitch. And here's the thing. There's times where like, I have, a I'll get drinks, but you're buying dinner. Exactly. <laughs> you, put makeup and you, do, you put effort in. Yeah. I have a podcast with my friend Stoner Jesus. Um, mm-hmm. I'm a little bit of a hiatus right now, but uh, Shelly SJSmokeout.com. And sometimes <laughs> I'm in a bad mood when we've done shows in the past and like maybe I had a bad day and I feel like, oh my God. And then I end up like not even putting makeup on. 
I'll even tell him, I'm like, dude, you don't even know. Like, you don't have to put makeup on. <laughs> I Yeah. Like, it's not that I have to. It's just, okay, so this is my job. You're putting it out there. You don't know where it's going to be and people are yeah. going to see it. And you have to, it's like, this is your store. So you it have is. to present your best face forward. And when you're doing something like a podcast, that's different than if I just hop on my Instagram. Okay, who cares if I don't have makeup on or right. if, whatever. But when you're doing a podcast and you're especially if you're doing it with somebody else, you're both being present, you're both being there. Like it's in my head, I look at it in a professional way. Like, you know, I don't want to be late and all these things. So it does bother me to mm -hmm. not have be put together at least a little bit mm -hmm. to do my job. You know what I'm saying? But sometimes I get real bitter about it because I'm like, you don't even know, like earlier with the period, Colin, you don't know, <laughs> you don't know how to, to have boobs and your boobs hurt because your period. Okay. <laughs> He's got boobs. Know he knows that. how it feels. I'll, yeah. I know what the boobs feel like, but I'll never know what it's like to have a period. You'll never know. And so it's just like, it's a lot of pressure and I don't think people realize that. So shout out to all the content creators out there specifically no offense the females because we do put the makeup on and it's a whole thing and the mental part that comes with it and i'm not to poo poo on <clears throat> male creators out there it's just it's a lot it's a lot it can be and you have you have a lot of fans in here and um thanks for everybody who is here and <laughs> talking about how they're crushing on you and they've been crushing on you since you're in TNA. And by the way, um, big wig, thank you so much. I appreciate it. I will take stakes anytime you're offering them. So where is it? Everybody can see you. Where uh, can they find more of you? Not that most people don't know, but if you're listening and you don't know what Shelly looks like, you probably should see what Shelly looks like. Cause you're missing out if you don't. So <laughs> she's, she's ravishing and I'm not being sarcastic. So here's the thing. You'll find everything you're looking for on ShellyMartinez.net. But what would mean so freaking much to me is <clears throat> if you go over to my Twitch channel because I'm trying Twitch out. We'll see for the month of March. Um, so just go over to it. Shelly from Kelly is my name on there. Mm -hmm. Shelly from Kelly pretty much on everything except Snapchat. Um, it's Shelly Kelly for Mm -hmm. um but everything's on shellymartinez.net i really want to try uh twitch out here's the thing and that's why is that why or ey just why just Simply why, why. Okay. Simply why. There you go. <clears throat> so actually april when i started to watch your show on here and colin so it's cool that you're here. <laughs> um, when I started to watch you guys, you know, I'd watch you guys when I would do cardio, like I mentioned before. And then I've seen, like, you know, when you've had to make your changes and everything. And it really motivated me as a creator because I was like, well, maybe I should try Twitch. Maybe I should try it. I don't know. Like, I try everything. Like, I'm tired of giving people different links. But um, you guys, and there's this content creator that's in the cannabis community named Bree. The two or the group of you guys um really inspired me to start my twitch channel so it's really cool to be on here and to like promote it because as a viewer even though like we're friends april and i know you like as a viewer i love what you're doing over here you know and i know that <laughs> you've had you've had your ups and your downs and i totally get that also like been there done that but i've watched you go through the different stages of your a show and like 
there's times I just want to quit and I'm just like, I'll watch your stuff on purpose. And then I'll be like, you know what? I want to quit. So I'm going to watch the A show. <laughs> and that's what I do. I've never told you this until right now. Your face. But that's what I do. And I'm really grateful for that because I really went through a really um, depressing time for a while there. And the A show was one of the doses that helped me keep going and doing Aww. it. So thank you. And then Colin, you were part of those as well too. So thank you as well. Because it's hard being a content creator out there, male or female, it doesn't matter. It's hard, it's hard. Especially nowadays, a lot of competition out there. There's a lot of different sources out there, mm -hmm. but you're really appreciative of people who like watch your stuff. So I think it's really important to give you guys props Thank and you. give you guys that energy because you, your guys' energy and what you put into your show has restored me when I needed it. So like, I think that's really cool. Thank you for that. I appreciate awesome it a lot. Show. Yeah. Awesome. So you guys go and follow uh, on Twitch TV, Shelly from Cali and uh, you know, look her up, uh, ShellyMartinez.net, right? Dartnet. net. And you just reminded me, uh, if you were on aprilhunter.com, my entire site was moved to aprilhunter.net and we are back in business again. So if you get a chance, check it out. So um, it's, it's getting more and more difficult to keep things online unless you own the content or you own the URL. So that's why I didn't actually want to give up my site and that's why it's kind of resuscitated again. So yeah, brought back aprilhunter.net. So I understand where you're coming from when you say, you know, <laughs> that you, you are cautious and I get it. So definitely understand. Well, thank you for being on here and thank you for one of the nicest compliments I've, I've received. So <laughs> I appreciate it a lot. So, and thanks to you guys for being in here. And I saw somebody come in late. Uh, where did you go? Um, Owen. Hi, Owen. Hi, hi, hi. Do I need a date tonight? Actually, 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 Ted Lasso is on tonight. And actually got a, I have an audition for something. So I got to study my lines. So <laughs> I, I got to stay home and be, be a good girl tonight. So no dating. So just hang out with the doggies tonight. Get that but, part. Get that part. Yeah, get, get that, that part. <laughs> I, I haven't gotten an audition in a long time, so it was kind of weird. It came out of the blue, so I was like, yeah, I'll, I'll try this. So why not? So yeah, you can see, you've, you've got the information where to see Shelly. You can uh, check out all the A Show on the Patreon. Sorry, Patreon, the A Show. You can catch all of our shows. You can find me on Real April Hunter, and that's on Twitter and Instagram. You can also catch me on Patreon, April Hunter. Colin, where can we find you? Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Colin Wysong, and then just come here to the A-Show every week, 4.30 to 6.30. Mm -hmm. uh, Big Ray should be back. Also, uh, happy, birthday happy birthday to Big Ray, <laughs> who unfortunately woke up this morning with what he thinks is a stomach virus. Oh. So he has been down and out on his birthday. He um, wants some smoke? Yeah, he probably, <laughs> he's probably needs some smoke. Definitely needs some smoke. Um, yes. But happy birthday, Big Ray. And, happy birthday. Uh, yeah, thank you, Shelly, for coming on. This yeah. has always been fun. I always love that I I get the Shelly episode. So Ray just, I, I poisoned Ray so I could come on the show. <laughs> Give him a little, a few, few drops of Visine in his, uh, yep, and his, his, his uh, Kool-Aid. Yep. There you go. Everybody's asking to see your boobs. Uh, yeah, well, there you go, both of you. 
I like it. Is it having media? You have a. It's oh, a five dollar. Oh, that's funny. I like it. All right, so we are. There we go. But you'll <laughs> never know. You'll never know. It's okay. I get the best of both worlds. There you go. <laughs> well, thanks. Uh, hey, Alexa. I didn't see you there. Hello, hello, hello. And Weaver. I think I'm saying that wrong, but thanks to everybody who is here. We appreciate you. Stay out of trouble or don't get caught. Try and do the second one. Love you lots. And we'll see you on Wednesday at 4.30 live. You can also watch the replay for two weeks. Bye, you guys. Adios. Thank you, Shelly. Bye. <laughs>